Hello, my name is Will Gibbons, and it's my pleasure to give this first reflection in our new series, Saints and Sinners, that will lead us up to All Saints Day at the beginning of next month. I'm reading from Psalm 71, starting at verse 15, and I'm reading from the New Revised Standard Version. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all day long, though their number is past my knowledge. I will come praising in the mighty deeds of the Lord God. I will praise your righteousness, yours alone. O God, from my youth you've taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and grey hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to all the generations to come. Your power and your righteousness, O God, reach the high heavens. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? Christianity is not a solitary religion. The great hymn writer Charles Wesley wrote, One family, we dwell in him, one church above beneath. Though now divided by the stream, the narrow stream of death. In this time of social distancing and increased isolation, we can be encouraged by the writer of Hebrews, who expresses that as believers we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. The church is the community of all true believers for all time. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 27 we read, now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is part of it. Even death cannot separate us from one another in Christ. The psalmist writes in Psalm 116 verse 15, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. The lives of the saints from across the ages encourage us by their example and serve to remind us that sanctity may grow in the ordinary circumstances as well as the extraordinary crises of human living. Today, as we begin this new series on the saints and heroes of the faith, we celebrate the life and witness of William and Catherine Booth, founders of the Salvation Army. Yesterday was the 130th anniversary of Catherine's promotion to glory. As a young child, I remember a classmate proudly telling us that he was in the army. To a six-year-old boy, this sounded very impressive. I later discovered it meant that he was part of a jolly fellowship of Christians, meeting in a rather bland-looking building, with worship accompanied novelly by a brass band. Catherine Booth was born in 1829 in Derbyshire to Sarah and John Mumford, a Methodist family. She had a strict evangelical upbringing and was home-educated by her mother. In long periods of ill health as a child and teenager, Catherine developed a love of reading, theology and philosophy. She'd read the whole of the Bible by the age of 12. Catherine was inspired by holiness theology and finding new ways to present the gospel and the full participation of women in ministry. She believed that a poor interpretation of the Pauline epistles had present, prevented women from fully participating in ministry, resulting 
in loss to the church, evil to the world and dishonour to God. She wrote, if the word of God forbids female ministry, we would ask how it happens that so many of the most devoted handmaidens of the Lord have felt constrained by the Holy Ghost to exercise it. The word and the spirit cannot contradict each other. Catherine married William Booth in 1855. Initially, he did not share his wife's views on the ministry of women. And though he did not stop women preaching, he also did not encourage them to start. Catherine convinced William otherwise. And he eventually wrote into his order and regulations for the army, women shall have the right to an equal share with men in the work of publishing salvation. Catherine and William's preaching was not focused in a church pulpit, but on the streets, taking soup, soap and salvation directly to the most vulnerable and marginalised people. They were committed to social reform. Catherine advocated for better conditions and pay for women workers. Catherine's own preaching ministry commenced in 1860, and our Bible reading from Psalm 71 speaks of the zeal and determination Catherine demonstrated in proclaiming the gospel to the next generation. She inspired many young working class women to be effective in mission. They became known as the Hallelujah Lasses. Acting as their mentor, she was effectively known as the Army Mother. Psalm 71 is often regarded as a psalm for old age. The example of the psalmist challenges us that in our failing strength, we should remember God's long faithfulness and place our hope in God's power and righteousness. So this day, may we be inspired by Catherine's example to find new ways to proclaim the mighty power of the gospel to the next generation. And may we recognise the opportunities that we have to invest in others and encourage them in ministry today. And so let us pray. Lord God, we pray that today you would touch our lips, that our mouths would tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all day long. Lord, that we would come praising you. Lord, we thank you for all that you've taught us. And we pray that you would continue to teach us day by day and help us to pass on all that we hear and all that we receive from you, to strengthen us by your Holy Spirit and give us the power to bring you glory and honour and praise this day. In Jesus' name. Amen.